on the next episode of Sip Suds and Smokes. Recently, the Craft Brewers Conference came back to Nashville. Woohoo! Yay! Brewers from all over the world descended upon the Music City for product demonstrations, seminars, and lots and lots of beer. Every brewery in town hosted special events, brewed special beers, including collaborations, and generally rolled out the red carpet for their out-of-town colleagues and friends. Yeah, everything came in in fairly short supply, but many of Nashville beer stores, true to their nature, did a terrible job of showcasing the beers. That's just beer. So it was pretty easy to slip in and grab some. So today we're going to try three of our local collaboration beers and three out-of-market beers that were here that we've never tried before. We'll be right back after this break. live from the dude in the basement studios. Why? Because that's where the good stuff is. It sips, suds, and smokes with your smoke and host, the good old boys. Suds, suds, it's time for more suds. Welcome, everyone, to another suds segment where good beer meets bad radio. They both have a little too much to drink, and that night, radio finds out what happens when good beer goes bad, and I mean really bad. Are you questioning Dave's English skills once again, (laughs) or his ability to cut and paste? Hey. <laughs> I got no thoughts. <laughs> yes, Mike. I to both. <laughs> well, I'm one of your hosts, good old guy Juliana, and joining me at the table today is good old boy Parker. Hey, how's it going, everybody? Hey, hey. Good old boy Mike. I'm here, and I'm mostly responsible for my comments and opinions. We'll see. We'll see. Oh, no, no, no. Oh, band once again. Oh, no, 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 no. Okay. Got him. Reverend Mark, hello. So good to be here and to celebrate real beer this time. (laughs) Good boy, Dave. Juicy. (laughs) Juicy Dave? Yes. Forgot about the Daisy Dukes already. Oh, that's right. I'm so sorry. I'm glad to get that out of my head (laughs) again. Well, I'm good old gal Juliana. And today, recently, I should say, the Craft Brewers Conference came back to Nashville. Woohoo! Yay! Brewers from all over the world descended upon the Music City for product demonstrations, seminars, and lots and lots of beer. And pedal taverns. <laughs> and pedal taverns. Oh God, my. can't forget those. Every brewery in town hosted special events, 
brewed special beers, including collaborations, and generally rolled out the red carpet for their out-of-town colleagues and friends. Now, this might have been the only time in the history of Lower Broadway, that's the main street here in Nashville, downtown Nashville, when the drunken bachelorette parties and boots and shorts were actually outnumbered by bearded guys in work shirts and Daisy Dukes, Mm. who were also drunk. (laughs) That's a scary thought. Well, along with the collaboration beers brewed locally, another awesome benefit of CBC was all the amazing out-of-market beer and our local beer stores stocked. It's always a good day when you walk out to your favorite beer shop with a four-pack of Sip of Sunshine from Lawson's Finest Liquids. Which is not something mm-hmm. that is usually available in this no, market. So, but yeah. very welcome. Very, very nameless. welcome. Yeah, everything came in in fairly short supply, but many of Nashville beer stores, true to their nature, did a terrible job of showcasing the beers. That's just beer. So it was pretty easy to slip in and grab some. So today we're going to try three of our local collaboration beers and three out-of-market beers that were here that we've never tried before. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Reverend Mark, please All give right. us today's lineup. Man, look at this lineup. So here are the beers that we will discuss and rate today. Uh, the first will be from Bearded Iris Brewing in Nashville, Tennessee, and Pint House Pizza in Austin, Texas, and Yakima Chief uh, Hops with Yakima Chief Hops. Uh, we will be sampling their Payout Double IPA. And then we will have the Barique Brewing and Blending in Nashville, Tennessee, and Bierstadt Lagerhouse in Denver, Colorado. There, mm, can't wait, my Bach. My Bach. <laughs> not, not your Bach. And then Jackalope Brewing Company in Nashville, Tennessee, and Mad Tree Brewing in Cincinnati, Ohio, uh, offering a phone-a-friend pale ale. <laughs> All right, the last three from Arcane Ale Works in Largo, Florida, is Ninja Star Kisses uh, Double Dry Hop Nipa. Oh, my. That's a (laughs) mouthful of citrus goodness, I'm sure. Then Schilling Beer Company in Littleton, uh, New Hampshire, in Perrin 11. Petrin Petrin 11 11 degrees. uh, Paul Damavi Lager. Got that right? Yeah. Close enough. And then uh, last but certainly not least is Wallen Pock Pock. Is that right? <laughs> that is that is Paul no, no, that, that is was, so wrong. That was one hundred percent correct. Wallen Paul Pack. Wallen Paul Pack. That's what I said. Wallen Paul Pack Brewing Company in Holly, Pennsylvania, and we have from them the Godsickle po- Polish. <laughs> Is that right? Krasinski. No. <laughs> I'm going with Godsickle. Well, uh, I'm, you know what? From now I, I on, read it's the Godsickle God, because God it sickle. just seemed to be that way. That's the best yeah. dessert God. ever. I yeah. like that. A Godsickle. Yeah. Nothing like on a hot day having a nice cold Godsickle. It's mm. a religious spatter. <laughs> <Just like, laughs> cut Reverend Mark off now. <laughs> That's what we had at summer camp. What are you boys drinking? Just a Godsickle. Yeah. <laughs> we put the holy water in the freezer and came out with a godsickle. Oh my god. <laughs> so we're having a Grodziski Polish style smoked lager. Can't wait for that also. Yay. Whew. Well, thank you, Reverend Mark. That was beautiful. <laughs> um, Colonel Point Parker, why don't you give us the Suds ratings? 
We'll be discussing and rating these beers with a Suds rating plus our signature belching sounds. Here are those ratings now. One, that sucks. Give me anything but a bud. Two, was that a belch? Three, ah, what a relief. Four, a body should really not make those sounds, Mike. Now, when I came up with that, <laughs> I was thinking anticipatory of you. I bet. Yeah. <laughs> I bet. <laughs> Five, listen to that hang time. Give me another. Very well done. I really did have a friend that I would say that on a routine and regular basis. Uh, a body should really not make that sound. Yeah. You know? well, that so, reminds yeah. me of my best they friend back stuck. home. Yeah. He'll clear out a car. <laughs> All right. Well, let's get to it. Beer number one. We're going to. Are you okay? I've never been so excited to hear beer number one. He's sweating over here. So, <laughs> so we have to. I'm going to put some context in this because these are probably not going to broadcast in the order we've. So we on our typical production days we record more than one episode, and the uh, pairing of the episode we had before this. Um, was a summer of questionable decisions episode that featured a lot of just questionable things. The best episode of 2023. Delicious, all natural. We had a great time. All I have to say is there was no beer involved. So when she said, let's taste beer one, I'm like, yes, finally we're going to taste beer. (laughs) And speaking of that, we're going to be local here and and pull one of the uh, collaborations between Bearded Iris here in Nashville, Tennessee and Pint House Pizza in Austin, Texas. Mm. Their payout double IPA. Do we drink now? Is that what? Yes. Yep. Fine. Yeah. So the payout is a seven and a half percent dippa. Mm. Mm. So uh, the style that we're going to be consuming all the beers today. So sometimes we taste in advance and we capture a lot of loquacious, you know, tasting notes. Um, but today we're actually tasting all these in real time. Uh, yeah. You're going to hear it, mm-hmm. you know, in our lips smacking good. Yeah. So super uh, super bitter, um, yeah. uh, like a lemon peel citrus. It's very what's floral the, on the finish. What's the uh, the hop they're featuring? It's YCH three hundred one. Three hundred one and HB like three hundred two and HBC five eighty six. Oh, I thought it was five twenty nine. That's the one I thought it was. No. Too. It's Dang hard, it. yeah. right? Those are tough. There's they're a big close. difference, but they're close. Five eighty six, five twenty nine. I mean, they're. Basically the same hop. Uh, the finish is a little too uh, bitter and abrasive for me. Yeah, this is a yeah, hard ride. Yeah, it doesn't have any. I don't mind it. Malt. <laughs> I mean, and, and these typically don't have a, when a real malt. When you're showcasing all these hops, yeah, yeah, it's tough. Now, yeah. if they made a hard seltzer version of this, Mike, mm. what? Um, I would have you. I would watch you enjoy it all. <laughs> or a slushy. <laughs> mm. Um. Yeah. This is. It just feels like there are a lot of things fighting with each other in this. Um, I just, it has some of the same effect that we've had with a lot of collaboration beers, which is, I'm sorry, but you guys have not made this before and you need to fix it. it. You know, I hate it when Mike and I agree, but like, that's my thing with a lot of collabs is like, it's not the best work from either brewery a lot of times, you know, I think it's okay. I mean, I don't hate it, hate it, but it, it's a little bit rough in the beginning it 
I'm the, getting a lot of guava and and mango though. Yeah. Like pure guava. Yeah. There's the, there's a the lot to it. Peel in those fruits though. Yeah. It's yeah. not so much you're getting the sugar and the fruity part the, no. as you're getting the the mango peel and the bitterness yeah, into component. the pith. Yeah. yeah. So I'm getting like fresh flowers in the bag of it. Bag of fresh flowers. Bag of flesh flowers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not right. flesh flowers. Ooh, so fresh <laughs> flowers. Those yeah. are. I'm not getting as much of the creaminess that you typically get in a depot with I was the say flowers with sandpaper. You know, with <laughs> with with the oats. You know, yeah. mm-hmm. I don't get as much of that. that yeah. I mean, it's a little there, but I think that would maybe improve it. A this little. is a swing and a miss for me. I don't you know. It. Um, I just uh, I could drink it. I know we know both these breweries, and I know both of them just can absolutely knock it out of the park. I just, I just, this was not a payout for me. No. Oh, yeah. do you see how you use the it's name a- of the beer? Oh. Oh. Yep. He didn't yeah. plan that either. That was yeah, yeah, that was executive off producers. Off yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. yeah. <laughs> she rolls la. her eyes. <laughs> pinky out, Mike. Pinky wow. out. Wow. Yes. There. We give it to you. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, we are going to rate the payout from Bearded Iris and Pint House Pizza a three. I look forward to what they're going to make next together. You know, I think that would be I the way I would mark. describe it. Yeah. Well, and maybe part of it is it's a new hop, yeah. you know, and they uh, weren't quite sure how to yep. showcase it. Yeah. Which is always like, you know. Should have went with 329. Uh, yeah. Maybe. <laughs> maybe. Yeah. maybe. <laughs> but it's always hard when you're, you know, trying something new. I heard from a lot of people at a great time at Bearded Irish that week. Yeah. yeah. Well, we'll yeah, be back with more great. in just a minute. Welcome back, everyone. Hope everyone's doing well. Today we are drinking beer. Yay! Yes, yes. And lots of it. Um, remnants of CBC Nashville. So we just finished with the first beer. We're now going to move on to the second one, which is a collaboration between Barique in our backyard here in Nashville, Tennessee, and Beerstad. In Denver, Colorado. Beerstad, home of the Slow Pour Pills. Oh, yes. It is their um, 7.5% Maybach. So, Bill and Ashley from Beerstad um, came out to Nashville in February, made some wort, had a good time with the nice guys at Barique, and um, they decided to come up with the Maybach. It spent 11 weeks lagering in frigid temperatures in neutral oak barrels. Define frigid. <laughs> oh, I almost said something. We got um, <laughs> and this Maybach is a waft of springtime with its multi-sweet aroma and floral grassy layers. Okay. Thoughts, mm. guys? Creamy. Love it. I think it smells like a stick of bubble gum. Creamy. <laughs> Well, and knowing that they did a double decoction on this. Uh, Whoa, you can't say that on the show. <laughs> there are children listening. <laughs> oh, <my> <laughs> Mark? There's a lady in the room. Can I, that puts you're just pushing that envelope. Can I interest you in a double decoction? <laughs> 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 I've seen that movie once, I think. <laughs> the Sip Suds and Smokes porn movie. Wow. <laughs> yeah, honey, but I'm going to have to charge you double. <laughs> to the left. To the right. <laughs> Knock, knock, knock. The pizza guy's here. Okay. (laughs) 
Got some beer and some godsicles. Well, I have to say that uh, probably one of my favorite my box was made by Reverend Mark um, mm, that I've had. Thank he you. really knocks this style out of the park, and I've had many, many batches that Reverend Mark's made. Oh, yeah. And I always come back, and that tends to be a bit of a reverence guide. There was another my box that was from a German brewery in St. Louis. Um, oh, uh, Urban Chestnut? Yes, Urban Chestnut that I really loved. Uh, they're my Bach. Um, their my Bach was good. Dovetail yeah, makes it, in Chicago makes a really good my Bach. That's another good uh, my Bach that I've had commercially. Um, doesn't really, it's not packaged, you know, nearly as often as it should be. And it also has turned into like a seasonal component that you see for, a, you know, three weeks, you know, I wish we would shrink the uh, Marzon, you know, 12 week window and make that like th- th- four days right. yeah, and right. actually have a longer my box season would be fine by me. Well, that was, a, it's like a, it's a May beer. You know? Yeah. Like that was the first beer. Yeah, it was spring. It's and it's been lagering us, you know, right. ostensibly all winter. Yeah. All winter. Yeah. Yeah. Like it may be uh, a good beer and it may not be a good beer. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's usually, um, my first encounter was with years ago with Blackstone Brewery put out a really wonderful Maybach in May. And that's where I started wanting to drill in on it as a home brewer. So the only so, thing yeah. that I'm having trouble with is these Maybachs is that it's kind of like... Your cup's not big enough? Well, it's delicious <laughs> and I enjoy it. But at the same time, it's a, I, I get a like a grainy, chalky finish and it hmm. dries my mouth out. Hmm. Um. It is so kind of- it is supposed to naturally have a bitter finish to it. Almost, um, you can almost describe it as burnt. Yeah, kind of like um, that is malt right flavor. On, just yeah, you know, it, it takes over, but it's not. That's on spot. But it's not the full malt. You no. just get the burnt flavor. It's not of like malt a red ale, you know. Yeah, uh, burnt, you know, caramel, kind of roasted or amber. Yeah. yeah. But, no, it's yeah, just super creamy. Yeah, that's just style. Yeah. yeah. We used to brew these as home brewers and then set five gallons aside and crash it down to uh, to like um, 37, de- no, 27 degrees Fahrenheit and separate it. Oh, make an ice and bock. And make an ice bock out of mm. the Maybach. And mm. uh, we would push it out of one keg into another and have, you know, out of five gallons, we'd wind up with like maybe four and a quarter Those gallons. Those were good. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my yeah. gosh. Yeah. yeah. But it's uh. the key is in the lagering, and I think, you know, some of what you're tasting, maybe it just didn't lager long enough. I don't know, but it says 11 weeks, but uh, the, you can't lager these too long. No. I love these. No, you're right. Um, and, you know, I've had a lot of uh, lagers at Barrique, and, um, you know, they really have such great technique, you know, for German-style beers there. And I, I think this is just a, a fabulous collaboration. I don't know Bierstadt. Um, you know, I I remember having some of their beer when we've been in Denver, but honestly, mm-hmm. I just don't remember a whole lot of the flavor profile. I remember the slow pour thing. Yeah. Yeah, with a skinny glass with a correct creamy. Yeah, the art deco. The cream head. Yeah. yeah. That glass, part I remember. Yeah. But um, I just, I think this is fantastic. It is very... Uh, on spot for you know style um we were talking actually before recording and i really love what barik did during cbc they actually took uh four or five days and they actually had a themed beer style for each of those days yeah they did um there was lager and friends 
There was the West Coast. West Coast night where they had like they were pouring like Pliny and uh, Blind Pig from uh, Russian River and like just a ton of like and, and they had actually brewed a West Coast their very first West Coast IPA. Wow, really? For it and it was really good too. Mm-hmm. Huh. We had, we tried mm-hmm. that. Mm. Yeah, with the was the sapphire cut. No, the, it oh. was it was called I forget what it was called, but it was there. I think it was maybe just been called West Coast, but it was it was a really nice West Coast IPA. And then they had uh, Camp Roush beer one night, and it was all smoked beers. Wow! And it was, um, I bring, mean, like just places, you know, like places like from Pennsylvania and like Oregon, like um, Washington State. Like pretty much around the country, Atlanta. You know, they had a couple of places. What from a there. great idea! I yeah. really hope that somebody steals that at the next CBC and actually becomes a recurring theme. You know, in each yeah. city. Yeah, it. I mean, it. It was. It was great for what they did. Granted, Barik is not a huge space. But they made the most of it. The parking was reasonable. Yeah. Um, they had their backyard kind of opened up. Yep. But also, they paired good food with each with each day. You know, mm-hmm. so they were that's, very that's thoughtful yeah. in that. Um, you know, like for instance, the the loggers was with pit barbecue and the Westies was with Nashville hot chicken. The Roush beer was with burgers. And then the last day, which was May 10th was their mixed culture mixer, which was a sour extravaganza I bet that was awesome. Um, yeah. with pizza. And it just was so well wow. done. And I mean, everyone and their mother at some point was they at were, these they and they were, were packed. yeah, they yeah. were, they were as they should mm-hmm. be. Yeah. And I, I think it's again just a really wonderful idea. And so. it's like she was saying, like Barik's not big, so like half of the entire space because every beer they make ends up in a barrel to, at some point in this process. So like you're in line and you're drinking and you're just there's floor to ceiling racks of barrels all around you. And it was just a really cool environment to drink beer in, you know. Yeah. And it, they make awesome beer. So, yeah. Know. And it gave me the feeling that I was back in Denver at uh, Crooked Stave. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Oh, wow. That's yeah. Yeah. yeah it was a, it was really cool. Well, anyways, we are going to rate this Barique and Beer Stud My Bot collaboration a five. It's beautiful. Really great beer. Yes. Absolutely Joel, you got my number. You know where I live. And <laughs> you, you, I know you can deliver. So Yeah. And we're right up the road, too. Yeah. Um, we, got, we got room for pallets. Here. Yeah. You know. Okay. I so next one that we're going to try. Wait, wait. Story oh. time. Oh, story oh. time. Please. Story time. Tell us. I have a topic Uncle worthy Mike. of discussion. And uh, I would say that there was probably some beer involved in this story, although there wasn't in this write up. So. Because this is about a man who steals a backhoe for a 10-mile drive to an Illinois airport just to catch a flight. (laughs) Still a backhoe. Dedication, folks. That's right. A Southern Illinois man has been charged with theft for allegedly stealing a backhoe to drive about 10 miles to an airport to catch a flight, authorities said. Security camera footage shows a Carbondale man arriving at the Veterans Airport of Southern Illinois atop a backhoe and leaving it in the airport parking lot Thursday, the Williamson County Sheriff's Office said. Footage captured the man walking across the street from the lot to the airport lobby, 
carrying a guitar case. The sheriff's office said the owner of the backhoe arrived at the airport a short time later and identified the equipment as belonging to his company. The sheriff's office said the owner said the machine typically used to remove large debris had been parked at a job site. Did he call Uber? Uh, that's just typical of Carbondale, though. Yeah. So the Illinois University. And I'm, and I'm looking areas, at Barger so. because he works with these people yeah. all day long, Yeah, these so. construction guys, man. When it's time to go, it's time to go. <laughs> if your car won't start. That's right. I'm just I'm just taking if the your back. your phone's dead, you know, you, you just got to go. Got to go. You know, I wondered how well he parked. Did he was staying right inside the lines? I mean. Yeah, I wonder if he like left it right out front, like at the drop off. You know. Yeah. I think probably the the biggest part of the story that's missing is I want to know what the guitar was. Did he have? Was he late to a gig or something? It probably you know? wasn't even a guitar. It was probably just all of his clothes, and he wanted to look important because <laughs> he couldn't find that's his right. luggage. He couldn't find luggage. He couldn't find his luggage at all. So he decides that's to right. take his guitar. He takes his takes his cousin's you know guitar that's living with him. Oh yeah. So uh-huh. you know I there's just so many parts of the story that you know. I mean, did he take a parking ticket, you know, so he would, when he got back home, he didn't have to pay for parking. And would they even validate it? You know, what happened when he got back? So did they charge him with theft as he was at the airport? And then he let, you know, him go on to his gig or they, you know, they arrested him after he got back home and said, well, I hope you played well because you're under arrest. I wonder what they (laughs) even did to him. Did they? Did they charge him with something? I don't know, but I'd love him as a client. I know Justin yeah. could get him off. So you oh, know, for sure. Oh yeah, he would. He would totally walk into tort and go. That's hey, a yeah. You know, look what what law did he violate? You know. Yeah, yeah. There's not really any laws to he violate. Didn't, it. He didn't take the backhoes. You can drive them on public yeah. roads. What was in the sign up that says "Don't take my backhoe"? Well, isn't yeah. that Grand Theft Auto? <laughs> Um, I think after a certain amount of money, which a backhoe is pretty expensive. Yeah, see, that's just it. Is it's not an automobile, so that would not technically work. Right? Yeah, got to pay attention in law school. Details Uh, count. Yeah, I see. And if the (laughs) farmer got it back in the the condition that it left in, I mean, what are you going to do? Is that is that hold true for like a farmer's daughter? That depends which dog. I mean, as long as you get her back in the same condition. Well, I mean, maybe he was playing the tune while he was, you know, condition? on the backhoe. Maybe yeah. it's the backhouse, the backhoe blues. Yeah. yeah. Whoa. Rimshot. Come on. That cheapens the rimshot. And that is my. That, <laughs> that's Mike's forte, though. Come that's on. Don't take it from him. <laughs> that's my topic worthy of discussion. So, wow. back okay. to the beer. Thank you. All wow. right. Wow. That's. Yeah. Up next, we have uh, Petrin, 11 degrees, a Polatmave lager, which means half dark. And it's from Schilling Beer Company in Littleton, New Hampshire. Yes. Following a. Say New Hampshire like New Hampshire people say. New Hampshire. New Hampshire. So, following a traditional Czech mash and decoction schedule and brewed with 100% Czech sourced ingredients, the amber lager displays notes of biscuit, honey, and toasted almonds, almonds with a little hint of floral freshness. Where? I don't get that at all. You said the word Czech a lot. That's a real Czech mix. Yes. I don't taste Bam. biscuits. There's no gravy in this. Hmm. <laughs> Can't have biscuits without gravy. What is it? Sacrilege? There's just something about a good lager. Like I just. This is very uh, astringent my... okay. to me. It's um, 
Yeah, I'm not a fan. It's like in the middle of the palate. It's very metallic and astringent, and it's just like eight things fighting with each other. You know that it's like, please get out of here. No, no, no. You're going to be part of the victim. Stay in here. Stay in well, here. Well, I, I kind of feel like that too. Yeah. Like when I, when your first taste on it, it's it's very crisp on the taste buds on the palate, but then immediately it goes into like attacking itself. Right. And, Great. Then, it's, and then it's very malty finish which is not characteristic of a lager for me well, anyway well what i what i'm thinking maybe is that they, maybe need, they needed a, a a diacetyl rest yes i can say that on you can yes. you can Ooh. yes thank you for enunciating you with those yep. big 25 cent words yeah <laughs> Diacetyl. Can you, you put the ass in diacetyl? <laughs> Rip shot. Yeah. Thank you. Because that would explain kind of the sulfur. It, there's a little sulfur. I'm gonna give you a, your own my personal own rim shot button over there. <laughs> I, have my, I have my own effects over here. You know, which here, means that if, if you let the mic. <laughs> there you go. Oh. <laughs> Whoa. He really does have, you know, I, I really have my own over here. Wow, this is pretty cool. Excellent. You know what? <laughs> I hear the applause. Don't you hear the applause for me, Dave? Is that the official oh, Sip Suds and Smokes ticker? <laughs> I've created a monster. Yeah, for sure. Freaking doom now. <laughs> I can hear everybody now going. <laughs> now, never hand this to me ever again. <laughs> Oh, don't, don't worry. We never will. <laughs> there it is. That's all I wanted. I wanted you to feel special. Oh, yeah, for sure. Oh, he's special. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Go ahead, Reverend Mark. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that special? Tell us about your diacetyl. Isn't that special? <laughs> right. Back to the diacetyl moment. My yeah. diacetyl needs a little rest. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? That gets the rest. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I think it's pretty good I, it, I do get a little bit of a astringent flavor down down oh, the line there but Dave agrees with me yes I, and, I, and it hurts me physically what is going on here yes I well, agree. what do you think Juliana okay I get a little bit of what you're saying but again this is a lager that I don't have like every day you yeah. know what I mean so I don't know really what to compare it to mm-hmm what? Dumpster fire. Just, you were all fangirl on this, and now you listen to us, and you're like, no, yeah, but I right. am still. I, I know, but I am still liking it though. Protect your boy. I, I, yeah. <laughs> New Hampshire in her. Whatever. It's <laughs> it's New just, Hampshire. It's a decent crisp lager. I don't know what mm -hmm. exactly they were going for, but it's a so, decent crisp lager. I, I like the mouthfeel in this. It's it is creamy up front. It does have a crisp finish. You know, does it have a lot of great characteristics in terms of a well-made beer, well-made lager. Yes, but yeah, I just I think the I think it's a combination of the hot profile is is not in balance and I think there was a bit of some uh process of fermentation that went awry on them somehow some way. So Okay. Fair. I, I'm a fan, but that's right, me. Okay. Well, we are going to. Jeez. <laughs> Whatever. Okay. Minus Mike. Nine of Mike's fingers are usually Jeez. broken. <laughs> they usually are, right. Um, we're going to um, rate the Petron 11 Pal Palatmavi 
lager. Well, it's not so fun yeah. when you have to say it. <laughs> yeah. I just want to make. I know it's not like Wall and Paul Pack, right? Um, yeah. The Schilling beer. We're going to rate it a three. We still love you, Schilling. Oh yeah. Send us all your beers right now. Okay. Next, we're going to do another collab. And this is from Jacqueline Brewing Company in our backyard in Nashville, Tennessee, and Mad Tree Brewing in Cincinnati, Ohio. Hippies. This, this beer is called Phone a Friend. Now, if memory serves, they've done this before, they correct? They did it once before up in Cincinnati. Hmm. So now this time they came down to the ranch and brewed it here. Um, it's a 5% ABV pale ale. It's using Turo, Golden Pills, Vienna, some Munich malt, some Carapils, Chinook, Rewaka. That's a new hop for me. And Pacific Sunrise. Wow. Why so many? Well, Why not? So a little bit of some disclosure here. Our very own cast member, good old boy, Tim, is the brewer at Jekyll. Yeah. So lead. Well, we'll be back with more in just a minute. Welcome back, everyone. So today's episode is an homage to CBC Nashville, uh, or CBC that was in Nashville, I should say, um, in May of 2023. Yeah. And right before the break, we um, started discussing the Phone a Friend Pale Lager, which is a collab between our friends at Jackalope here in Nashville, Tennessee, and Mad Tree Brewing in Cincinnati. Who we did an episode, a uh, takeover episode of yep. a couple of seasons ago. Yeah. I still remember the first time I tried something from them at uh, GABF. Pairs yeah. well with Skyline Chili. There you go. And it does. <laughs> I think that was the name of the episode. There, I'm going to give you that. Oh, I just burped up one. hops. Mm. <laughs> it's a good sign. Yeah. Well, that's. Okay. Let's talk know. about this beer. Not the, not the flavor. Actual hops just came out of his body. <laughs> I don't want to talk about it's it. crazy. And look at the flowers. <laughs> hey, um, nice cones. I don't know. <laughs> this just this kind of struck me as a failure to hit your intended destination. You know, it just, uh, uh, I don't know. It just, it feels like something that's a work in progress that everything's just not dialed in and has a well cohesive balance. It's more of like, well, let's put, you know, a couple of cups of this in there and a couple of cups of that. And they have a lot of ingredients. In yeah. This yeah. I just, uh, I, and it's the way that it's flowing, you know, uh, from across my palate is it just, it feels like a kitchen sink. He, I, and I would say that even before I read the description, he would, you know, the 18 hops in this. Um, what does this beer smell like to you guys? It tastes mm. like a West Coast IPA to me. Mm-hmm. It's like a one. It's like a like wannabe. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it's uh, it has a lot of the. It looks like one. Um, woody resin components, you know, of a West Coast without the burnt caramel. Yeah. You know, component. It's like a new West Coast, you know, where they don't, they don't back it up with that caramel as much. Yeah. I think it smells like Big League Chew. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Margaret's got gotta, you gotta gum about, on the brain. I, was say, <laughs> I don't even chew gum. In, I haven't chewed gum in years. Uh, this and is this is a beer that I would like after like the maybe. fourth or fifth iteration of it. You know, I just it's one of those things where I just think that they the recipe they were working off of it just wasn't really mature enough. That's all. Yeah, and I think also a pale ale versus an IPA, which has a little more 
ABV to it, you don't need to be layering all these various hops in there. It's almost like it's 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 too overwhelming for this particular it's a overkill. base style of yeah. beer. You should just yeah. well, it makes it hard to distinguish the flavor. So mm. you know, each hops have just. And I'm not the biggest beer guy anymore, but you know, the hops you get a good Centennial. You know, you know that, oh, man, Centennial, this tastes exactly like it's supposed to. Right. You yes. know, or like right. any other types of hops, you just like, but when you start mashing them together, right. you lose the properties. That the, hop salad, it gets yeah, a little the, muddy. Yeah, the floral yeah. properties yeah. And, the, and, the, and the spicy notes that you get from some of them hops, you just lose it. I agree. Absolutely. I, I think this is a well-made pale ale that just the hop profile got away from them. And that seems to be you know the the missing link here yeah yeah i'd like to see maybe if, if they did this as like a, a single hop beer or something and just let one thing yeah. kind of go through yeah yeah i guess i'm just yeah. a little confused because i'm looking at this rewaka hops which i'm not familiar with mm -hmm. well it's chinook wow yeah Okay, so, no, I mean, like, mm. Chinook, sure, West Coast, yeah, I get it. But this is meant to be, like, this is very citrus aromas with pink grapefruit, like something nope. more indicative of right. a hazy. Mm -hmm. So I I guess I'm just a little confused. Not there. Maybe even a little higher ABV would have been better on it. Yeah, yeah, like mm. a little bit more malt exactly. to help, exactly. to if you help things along. Seven, seven and a half or something. Kind of boost it up a little bit. Yeah. yeah. No, I think that would have just amplified the confusion. You think know, that's so? All. Yeah. Sorry. We love Juicy. you, Tim, but I don't. I don't think so, man. Not today. I give it this. Mark, what do you give it? Two. Oh. All right. Well, we are going to rate the phone a friend a two. Maybe phone a different friend. Yeah. You know? A different friend. <laughs> oh snap! I'm sure they're all great. Well, okay. So this begs. To challenge, I guess, or, or like a thought is when CBC comes to a town, okay, so you're all excited about the Craft Brewers Conference. There's going to be a lot of brewers coming to town. And obviously a lot of beer is going to be flowing. Do you like, do you automatically just go for the stuff that you don't normally get? Do you, do you go to your comfort zone of like your friendly neighborhood breweries that you go to all the time and support them as well during this like where do you what do you do mm. what do you think about i mean i feel like some of these things are like the things at Barry were like mini beer fests and it actually just so happened that that same right around the same time was the southern grist birthday party bash which i thought was really cool that they it was good did it right. well was, just in the sense that yeah. they were bringing they knew all these breweries were going to be coming to the city anyways yeah but like, you know, it was either, you know, like it was like 90 degrees that day and they, it was at the baseball stadium and they had like, you know, more, more, uh, Imperial stouts than I think might've been a good mm, idea. Yeah. At, you know, Save those for winter degrees. warmer. Yeah. 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 Um, but, but like, but to go back to like the break things, I think when you get a chance to get stuff that you don't ordinarily get. And, and you get to sample it and try it. I think you absolutely have to do that kind of thing. Well, the thing that I've noticed about each, you know, craft brewers conference is that this is the brewers festivals, you know, this is their festival for each other. Yeah. And 
they really um, are almost trying to outdo each other, you know. Sure. Um, and you really find a lot of things that you'll never find in their tap rooms. You won't find it, you know, commercially available. There are variations of some things that they've already done really well, but you know, from a cost perspective, you know, they won't they won't do something that you know they'll bring you know one or two sixtals of you know. To, well, this is a good CBC. chance to kind of dip your toe into a new market too, mm -hmm. and kind yeah. of see how mm -hmm. see what flies. Yeah. Yeah, and we've seen some things cross over from, you know, temporary contracts uh, that are issued for, you know, other festivals. And But um, I love the fact that, you know, CBC came back, you know, to the national market. Everybody had a really, really good time last time. And I heard from a lot of brewers after they were here and even were hitting me. Um, hitting me up on where should we eat here or there. And a lot of people asking me for some access to uh, the whiskey house. Um, and, you know, so it was, I, I could tell everybody was having a really good time. It was really unfortunate. I was not in, in town, you know, for this at all this oh, year. Oh, that's but, what everybody was saying. Like, yeah. <laughs> Finally. Who's the, who's the, who's the guy that's going to tell me my hot profile sucks. Yeah. So <laughs> there's no one here to say <laughs> never, never make made? this again. Right. You know? Yeah. Sell your fermenters. Um, but like, but, but see Nashville, love it or hate it you know i mean a lot of us who live here kind of hate this about it is is a tourist town i mean that's what this place is built <laughs> unfortunately around, you know and so any kind of conference or any kind of group meeting or whatever is gonna be awesome for the people who come in for it mm -hmm. because this town is built to entertain you know um, my town makes love bird that's right <laughs> you know Wow. I rolls, like Lovebird. As she rolls her eyes at me yeah, again. That's like know. her favorite Jack of yeah, beer. Yeah, so, it is. Lovebird is cool. Yeah. All right. That's, well, her let's one, get, that's her one chick beer. So Let's one get back beer. to some beer, okay? Yeah. So now we're going to go to one of the breweries that came into Nashville for CBC. And this is Arcane Ale Works from Florida. And it's their Ninja Star Kisses. Don't think I've ever had Arcane. Double dry hop Nipah, 7.6%. Dry hop with Citra, Sabro, and Matuka. What's Nipah? Learn. New England, New England IPA. IPA. Okay. It's a wheat IPA. Mm -hmm. So well, his I, first brood is a wheat IPA. I'm sorry. <laughs> I definitely yeah. know a whole lot about this uh, corner of the world. Juicy. Um, so, uh, Largo is uh, right above uh, north of Clearwater, oh, and cool. uh, and you go through uh, Tarpon Springs. Uh, oh. There's Largo. Oh. There's Hudson, Florida. You know, um, right through there. Um, so it's also the home of. Oh my gosh, Bob Sylvester. He lives there. The former. There's yeah. former home. The of former Saint home somewhere. of Saint somewhere. Yeah, and. The sponge capital of uh, of the world. So sponge capital. Yeah, I'm gonna need you to elaborate on that. One. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, where they harvor, uh, harvest natural sponges. Is right there. Oh, I thought you meant like there's a lot of people trying to borrow money from their relatives. Right. No, that's what so I was thinking. I um, have <laughs> actually not seen Ninja uh, a little further south on the on the Gulf is where I live, and uh, I haven't seen um, Arcane. Arcane. Um, drift that far south just yet. So it's great to try this. Um, it's very melon forward. Mm. Yeah. Huge it is. cantaloupe. Uh, you know, yeah. I don't hate it. 
much honeydew. <laughs> don't yeah. this is well, no, like that, it's going to be a good review. Yeah, Mango. Well, this is a okay. This is a different take on a Nipa that we yeah. have been used to. Mm-hmm. This is this yeah. is definitely a melon forward hazy. Uh, this IPA. is a Florida yeah. Nipa. Let's just say this is my first Nipa. Oh, so. Oh, he's so, not into hazy boys. So no. you know, oh, well, this is. Not I don't your, hate it. This my is Boston not, cousins would this like is spit not at your you. typical <laughs> uh, Nipa uh, taste profile. It's not as. I like, don't think orange, I would take a six pack of this dinner. Orange, it's different. You know, like orange, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. why I'm being very specific because most people are like, "Where's all the citrus? Where's yeah. all the oranges? Where's it's, all the lemons?" It's you very know? fruit and juice forward. Yeah. You so know, low like, acid, really sweet. Yeah, it's I, got a good finish. I get some juicy fruit. Does it say what the, the IBUs yeah. are on the seven point six? Well, I was gonna say what the the oh, bitterness. I, unit. Yeah, because I bet it's well like maybe twenty. But I think it's made, Reverend Mark. It's well what? made. Uh, the spear. Yep. Yeah, for what it is. Yeah, I'm not a big Nipa fan either. So uh, it's good mouthfeel, <laughs> great finish. I I like off this. I don't think there is anything offensive about it. Um, I'm the little, you know, if you want a Nipa that's a little on the sweeter side and not your typical citrus bomb, boom, this is it. Yeah. I mean, beers like this, they, they put me in kind of a weird place because at oh, no. 7.6, I can't it's outside in the front lawn drink it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay. But <laughs> again, Daisy Dukes. Yeah. avert your eyes, children. This is Florida. <laughs> I just want to know how the rooster comes into this yeah, story. Just keep oh, walking, wait. honey. Just keep walking. <laughs> so, but like 7.6, I can't. I wouldn't drink a ton of them. And no. there's a lot going on flavor-wise in this beer. Mm-hmm. There is. This is uh, 70 IBUs. And this is now one of Arcane's uh, most beloved I- New England IPAs. And it's wheat. Yeah. yeah. I think that's the other strange thing about this. Well, I think that's where you're getting some of that sweetness, too. Yeah. Mm. What do you think, Juliana? So, I'm, I'm trying to, like... If I was a Floridian and I was drinking this and I wanted to be on the NEPA bandwagon, so to speak, and I couldn't get Trillium or Treehouse or those beloved ones that Which we've all had and enjoyed. You can get Trillium there now. but You can? Yes. Oh. Yeah. You just can't get it here. Right. Okay. <laughs> Thanks a lot, Tennessee. It's like they shoot all the way across Tennessee. <laughs> yeah, they drive right God. through town just to, just to deliver it to Florida. Yeah, uh, and, and, yeah. Give, and do this to us, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, I mean, I get it's decent. It's not what I classify, though, as I think it's a New England IPA. Very no. tough to try and go toe to toe in this town, you know, when you have Homestyle there as, you know, a diehard. You have, um, you know, you have uh, Teal, you know, from Southern Grist. And, you know, you have very iconic hazy IPAs from many different breweries, you know, here in town. And I think the, to bring something, it just it feels a bit de- like a Don Quixote moment, and it's like uh, you really want to go. Well, but I think that goes back to dipping your toe in a market. Yeah, you know? yeah. Um, I, you know, I'm very critical of a lot of Florida breweries, no. primarily because of the you know water source, and it just, <laughs> I just, um, it's a very tough you know source of water in Florida. It's just. Um, yeah, you have to do uh, reverse osmosis, and you have to get you know add minerals on the back end, and so I just yeah, I'm not I'm not a huge fan of this. You know, at the end yeah. of the day, 
Okay. Well, we're going to rate the arcane ninja star kisses a two. Oh, boo. I thought it was a three. Hmm. You guys are jerks. Okay. Last but certainly not least, let's spend a minute on something completely different. The Godsicle. We got bourbon? The Godsicle <laughs> Polish the style smoked lager. Ooh, I, I get it. It's like a it's, it's like a bologna. Bologna. Okay, look. I'm, I'm loving Barger's first reaction. It just reaction. smells like a meat locker. <laughs> wow. Okay, look. It's, it's like, like some, I walk in a New York deli and it's this, like all the meat hanging yes. from the ceiling. Give me like, a bologna sandwich okay, here. So, Barger, this is what I grew up with. Oh. Yeah. Yes, it's also known as Polish in Champagne. It's a style of beer that is low in alcohol, highly carbonated, and hop like a pilsner. Polish. But uses only oak smoked wheat for the malt base. Mm. Yeah, we only have time for a few comments. This does remind me of a bologna sandwich, Mm. the smell of it. This is gorgeous to me. (laughs) Um, I like it, I think it's very well balanced. Oh, Oh. this is gorgeous, but it is tastes like spam. So, how do you it tastes like spam? No, it does not taste like spam. Maybe he likes spam. I don't know. I, for for a smoked beer, this is really good. Yeah, this yes. is really good. We are going I think to it smells rate better than it tastes. the Grozyski a four. <laughs> wow, over uh, Barger. That's uh, against uh, protest. <laughs> That's under protest. Okay, well, we're, we're your get, delicate palate yeah, yeah. isn't used to this style beer. We're going to yeah, give you a good bologna sandwich to pair yes. this with, and you'll go, "Oh my gosh!" But this, this is, is so beautiful. Good. I and I'm very proud of them. For, Go Eastern PA. I know, right? Northeastern. Oh, PA. I didn't know this was a PA beer. This would be good with with locks yeah. and capers. You know, it actually might. Well, yeah, that is going to do it for today. I think this was a really cool episode. I think it was. I yes. look forward to the next CBC. Hopefully, not missing the next one. Yeah. All right, good old boy Barger. Thanks for joining us today. Thanks for having me, guys, and smoke them if you got them. <laughs> Good old boy, Mike. Hey, come back. Enjoy another exciting episode of Sip, Suds, and Smokes. I will ask you to keep on sipping. Reverend Mark, thanks so much for being here. Always a pleasure. Good old boy, Dave. I'm burping smoke. (laughs) (laughs) This is good old gal, Juliana. Keep on chuggling, and we will keep the buttons away from Mike Mike, next time. Oh, yeah. Go ahead. Hand me the button for sure. We hope you enjoyed this episode. If you're listening to us online, do yourself a favor and tap. Just tap it in. The subscribe button. Give it a little tappy. Tap, tap, tap a room. The easiest way to listen to our show is to ask Siri, Alexa, Google, Uncle Larry, or whoever it is that talks to you on your phone. Play podcast, Sip Suds and Smokes. We love your feedback, and you can reach us at info at sipsudsandsmokes.com. Our tasting notes flow out on Twitter and Instagram with our handle at Sip Suds and Smokes, and our Facebook page is always buzzing with lots of news. You'll also be able to interact with the thousands, millions, and millions of other fans on those social media platforms. Do us a favor, take the time to rate this episode if you're listening to us online. That's a big help to us, and we get to see your feedback as well. Come back, join us for another episode. And keep on sipping.
been a one-tan hand production of Sip Suds and Smokes, a program devoted to the appreciation of some of the finer slices of life. From the dude in the basement studios, your host, the good old boys, will see you all next time.